before y'all come in our comments, <laughs> I feel like this is gonna piss people off. It's coming out. We coming out. Happy, happy Good Friday. Right. Be mad. I don't care. Like I be big I, mad. Be be big mad. And and you know what? Better yet, but now I'm gonna hit you with facts. Instead of being big mad, pray for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the Pivot Point Podcast with Nate and Vernique. What are you doing because you want to do it? Hmm. I'm ready. So, yeah. We ready. Money making moves. I started speaking my mind and triple my views, period. She called you. Like, we need to pivot. We on our dream-ish. So y'all know what that ish means. Hey, hey, welcome to the Pivot Point. I'm your girl, Tay. And Vernique. How you doing, girl? Girl, here. You made Every it. week I say that. Every week I say that, but I, we didn't sing this week. Okay, there I go. I okay, that, like, well, usually, you know, that's how I'll be starting off. Like, ooh, we just be, uh, look, we need to be like, man, we made it. We made it. You know what hey. I mean? But it's all good. How's your week been? What's going on with you? Girl, busy, but, you know, um, I feel like I finally caught my wind. Like, I finally got my rhythm, and mm-hmm. I, I don't feel as overwhelmed as I have in the past. I don't want to say I was overwhelmed, but it was just kind of like, oh, I got to get everything done. But this week has been really good, so I'm excited. How about your week? Likewise, I, I'm excited. I am happy. I feel like in the past seven days, not I feel, because I, I, like, I be feeling, man. I be feeling, I be having all the feels, but literally I've probably felt every single emotion in the past seven days, had some, you know, stuff that wasn't cool that I had to, you know, face and uncomfortable conversations. But then I had my first real estate transaction that closed on Monday. Yes, yes. (laughs) Shout out, right, to the Belliard family, Christine and David Belliard, young DJ, young Ava. They got a beautiful home in Sugarland in the Greatwood um, neighborhood. I'm so excited. I'm so grateful. And, uh, I'm just ready to keep building, trying to, um, you know, just learn, you know, building my real estate investment portfolio and just figuring out my space in the real estate world. Cause now I'm like, oh, I've just learned so much. Like, and I'm like, well, what exactly do I want to do? You know, I'm still learning, I'm still learning (laughs) and I'm grateful and I'm happy. And we's here. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that. I, for (laughs) one, talk about full circle moment this week amen and amen yes full circle because i did i talked about that on instagram just a little bit so basically y'all last year march 29th god said go all the people that watch love and hip-hop <laughs> and love no love and marriage huntsville with melody holt and martel holt you know she hey, got man, this whole line oh yeah i i like that show and i, I like it because it's more realistic and it's not so you know it's just more like everyday folks. And maybe that's why other yes. people, some people don't like it. Cause it's like, yeah. well, this looks too familiar, but I'm like, it's relatable to me. But yeah. anyway, March 29th of last year, God said, go, I packed up my bags, like probably in 45 minutes to an hour and bought my plane ticket at the gate at Burbank airport and literally came home to Houston and, you know, to heal and figure out what's next. What am I going to be doing? And in that past year, well, before I even flew, you know, back to Houston, um, in LA, I was trying to get my real estate license. Cause I was like, look, I, I'm not about that struggle artist life. You know, hey, I can you know. do many things and I understand that LA is busy. You got to focus this, this and that, but I am a Nigerian gal. And that is what we do. We get the money. And I was not getting money. I was, it was just a little, it was too much going on. And I, it was just too much. It was too much. Um, 
And, you know, I, at the time I knew that things were not working, but I didn't understand why they were working. I wasn't Mm -hmm. accepting why it was working. I was a little delusional about why it wasn't working. And so anywho, moving forward a year later. So I come back to Houston. I cry and eat bluebell for three months, um, literally. And then, um, I started working on my real estate license, got the license, um, and like, a month and a half, got the license, was like, oh, wow, I couldn't do this in two years in LA, but I do it in six weeks while I'm going through a divorce. Crazy. Okay, cool. Finally, um, took a month to just like interview with so many different brokers, get a broker, getting ready to start. Like I did the full week because I'm with EXP Realty on the CGP team. And um, did a week of like their virtual conference because I didn't want to do all the stuff virtually. I was like, I need, you know, that's old school part. Like I need to be in, in person. I need to be in person. And then it was like, well, the world shut down. What you going to do? Keep crying and eating bluebell or you going to get this real estate license. And then I find a virtual broker, which is like, I was like, damn, had I known about this like 10 years ago, I would have been got my license. You know what I'm saying? Anywho, I'm sitting down literally kind of talking to my mentor, my sponsor about like a real estate transaction. And in between those two meetings, I get a call from a girl, Faithy Faith from LA, like, yo, my executive producer at The Real wants to interview you about the producer position. I was like, what? Bam, within 24 hours, I'm producing for The Real television show. And then that gets, you know, such a blessing. That's November. Then literally fast forward to like January. I'm like, yo, I'm doing all this producer stuff. I'm learning so much. I can't do real estate and producing. I tell my team, Yo, I can't do it. I can't do both. We're going to have to wait until hiatus. The next day, my line sister, Mitra, because this was in January around like, you know, Founders Day and stuff. And um, because Christina's an AKA, you know, she did her best. <laughs> she tried. You know, she tried. You know, one of my best friends, Sunny, who's also in real estate school right now. Who's oh, she up. She got one more class left, girl. Yes. She was not playing because she bought the. T- any, I'm gonna let her tell her story, but yeah, yes. she's finally. I was like, girl, you leaving money on the table, you tripping. And me and Sunit, yes. we used to be the I click in college because we both, our last name started with an I, EOB and Young Umia, and we graduated next to each other from the CT Bauer College of Business. Go Cougs, Final Four is going down. Anyway. Hey, sent the baby um, to school with a U of A shirt on. It says Houston uh, Princess yeah. on it. It's it's really cute. I was like, because she's she's three so she'd be trying to pick her own clothes so we tried to get her a shirt that she was going to agree to wear it says houston princess it has u of h on it we were very excited okay sorry oh my little Addie bear i wonder why she wants to pick her own clothes like her mommy right mm-hmm. like okay mm, she, she got her own opinions mm-hmm. yes she does like her All mommy right. mm-hmm. okay <laughs> <laughs> i love it like getting her sense of self uh but long story short the day after I told my sales leader and um, Kai, who I love, and Alice, who I love, um, that I, hey, I need to take a pause. I can't do this right now. It's too much. I'm, you know, I'm going through too much. They were like, we totally understand. Let's know if you need anything, blah, blah, blah. I had said, oh, February 6th. I can come back in February 6th because I'll be done with at least one court date by then, blah, blah, blah. The next day, Christine and Shamitra, my line sisters, they're sending each other, going back and forth on Delta AKA stuff. In the text message, I'm like, you know, like Shamitra sends me a screen capture. I was like, I see all the Delta AKA stuff, but you know me, I'm observant. The message before <laughs> it, 
is literally Christine saying something about moving back to Houston. And so I was like, hey, Mitra, I, um, yeah, what, the most important thing is, is Christine moving back and does she have a realtor? Right. And she was like, actually, you know what? I don't know if she has a realtor. Bam, just like that, I get my first client. Just What's for most asking. Importantly? Most importantly. And <laughs> I mean, I didn't know it was going to be so fast, but then it just went bam. And, you know, they were thinking like March. Next thing you know, she was down. She came down, um, I think February 3rd, 4th or something like that. And so Alice, who I was partnering with, with um, um, showed her and her husband and the family around on February 6th, the day that I said I was going to come back into real estate was the day that I was with them showing them around to houses. I was like, boy, there you go. maybe there you, you go. spoke all of that into existence. All man. of it. It's crazy. And then we closed on March 29th, full circle one year after obeying the universe, my intuition, God, mm. whatever you want to mm. say, you know, mm. however you want to call it. Cause uh, we're going to talk about it. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to talk about it. What a <laughs> you see what I did? You know what? Girl? Speaking of, you know, this actually brings it to, cause I, I forgot that it wasn't a closing. I actually helped a family find uh, to at least a place this week. Nice. Congratulations. And, yeah, thank you. So they were um, basically displaced from the winter storm, ruined the house that they had been <sighs> renting for over five years. And, um, you know, Tay, the market is very, very tight. It's tight in everything. It's tight with houses for sales, tight with houses for lease. And I mean, we were struggling to find something until finally she said, you know, I really need to get my kids into a place. And mm -hmm. I, you know, cause I feel displaced. It's been a month, yeah. you know, we're trying, we're writing letters, we're doing all the thing. And I don't know, I too obeyed the universe. I found mm -hmm. this, it's an apartment complex, but it's in the middle of a very nice, it's on a golf course. It is on a golf Fancy. course. It's there's no gate around it. So it just looks like it's part of the community. Mm -hmm. Um, and she really wanted a four bedroom. I said, girl, I'm sorry. There's no four bedroom apartments, but you know, I'm definitely going to look, do you know that they turned what would normally have been a patio? They still have a patio, but they turned it into a sunroom enclosed it. And so when you go in there, what is that? What is that? Four a be four said, bedroom apartment. Listen, listen. You better come on. I had never, I said, I don't know. I'm very familiar with this area, but I'm not familiar with this particular place. I drove, I'm telling you, I put on clothes so quickly and drove over to that place. I said, I want to make sure that this is a good, perfect elementary wow. school for the kids. Perfect. I mean, everything about it on a golf course, walking distance to an amazing element. Girl, I was so happy. I was like, look at me. <laughs> like I felt really good because you know it just feels it's hard to deal with looking at people who have been displaced and needing a place to be and they just can't get it. so I felt really good about it and to actually because I was like you know gosh she's gonna have to settle and then she didn't have to settle and so it felt it felt really it felt really good so we never have to settle no. we never and that's what I have to remember we never have to settle congratulations and you said like some of the key words remember when I was looking for my place in LA the perfect place the perfect perfect location, the mm -hmm. perfect um, mm -hmm. apartment. Like, you know, it's like, I always be affirming like, okay, perfect timing, perfect mm -hmm. price, perfect mm -hmm. location and speaking it out. So, yeah. wow. So yeah, it was, Congratulations. It was I'm glad. Yeah, thank yes. you. We here. Thank hey, you. this has been a good week. Yes. Yeah, so we here <laughs> winning and stuff, you know yes. what I mean? Pushing through. Yes. And um, some people think little Nas X is winning and pushing through <laughs> while other people think, oh, he over here and made a deal with the devil we're gonna Girl. talk about 
pivoting through religion, spirituality today. So if you have not heard yet, I, I, I maybe you just ain't on the internet or whatever, but Little Nas X um, is receiving a lot of backlash right now because he released a new song and music video called Montero, Call Me By Your Name. Montero is Little Nas's ex government name, right? Yeah. Now in this movie, it's basically him. Um, the thing that people are really, really upset with is that he was lap, uh, giving Satan a lap dance, dancing with the devil. Yeah. In there and there's just a lot of imagery about um the, the devil i know he slides down a stripper pole into it's hell great workout. It's a um, great workout. now <laughs> i've done a couple pole dancing i'm like i respect y'all i respect all the strippers and stuff because i'm like whoa a sister is tired and y'all doing that smiling and looking sexy you better yes. get it get them coins um, no one is burning their leg as they slide down <laughs> burning your core like All and smiling and you breathing i'm like oh this is a lot of coordination going on um but okay so have you seen the video what did you think when you first saw the video I, so I thought the video was actually very creative. I, um, mm -hmm. I loved all the artistry in which he took to create it. I love that he was, it was literally just him in every role. I think he also played Satan, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure. But, um, like even the people that are pulling, bringing him to where he's going to hell. I just thought it it looked pretty I, is what I liked. I also felt like it wasn't nearly as bad as people made it seem. Like I was really prepared to see some stuff, like some, Three Six Mafia stuff is what I was prepared okay, to see. Okay, I was going to bring up Three Six Mafia. <laughs> I was going to bring them up too. Mm -hmm. That's what I was really prepared to see some real like down in the gutter, mm -hmm. you know, this is hell, people burning on stakes as we walk by and everything on fire. And I was like, I don't see any of that. But I yeah. know, I know the reason people are upset, but right. I just expected it to be more visually disturbing and it was not at all. Right, it would, you know, I will say, this is when I first saw the video, I was like, oh, okay, all right, all right, little Nas X, he just like, I'm gonna put it all out there. And I was telling my brother and I said, man, I'm, I'm happy for Lil Nas X right. because this was a gentleman before he released Lil, uh, Old Town Road, I think it was the little bit of money he had left. And oh. I think he was living with his sister or he borrowed, he owed his sister some money, whatever the situation. Um, he used the little money he had left for that beat for Old Town Road oh, wow. and recorded it. Yeah, and that became the big hit. Like he went from broke to, you know, bam, like a, a international star. I love a good story. And then on top of him being an international story at that time, I'm star. He he was, I guess, closeted, or I don't want to say closeted. He he just was not public about yeah, his sexuality. Exactly. And so he went from broke to international star doing what he wants to do. And then also was able to live his complete truth about his sexuality. Like literally all his dreams are coming true and they're into fruition. And now he's just like, you know, school everybody. I'm laughing, I'm, I'm, I'm backing it up on the devil. I'm like, whatever. And I was like, Lil Nas X is living his best, best life. life. I said, this is his like no Fs given um, um, video. And that's literally what, I thought about it, but then he took it the next life. He uh, the next level. He hit y'all with that merch. <laughs> Lil Nas X said, Listen. "You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and drop these limited edition six 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 Satan shoes. They're like these Nike Air Max, and he um teamed up with a streetwear company called Mischief M S C." HF, right? Right. Um, now, <laughs> the they shoes- They literally cause mischief. Of, yes. Like, it's just in their past of stuff that they've done. Mischief. Oh, absolutely, right? <laughs> so, the each shoe has a drop of human blood in the soul. And <laughs> the sneakers uh, allegedly, oh, not allegedly, this is what they said, it sold out in one minute, yep. $1,018 
each for some Nike Air Max with a drop of somebody else's blood in these shoes. And so that just really, you know, pissed off a lot of Christians, pissed (laughs) off a lot of religious folks, pissed off a lot of parents, pissed off, like Lil Nas X got everybody just pissed off. And um, I think that's, uh, it's silly and interesting. And I I think that that's a good, I think silly is exactly how I, 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 I I thought about it too. I was like, Mm -hmm. y'all just so Y'all don't, my real word is basic. This is really basic. It is. It's but basic. It is. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what we want to do is like, you know, because everybody's been talking about the shoe. Is he wrong? Is he right? Is he whatever? Blah, blah, blah. Should he focus on the kids? Is he killing his brand? Is he whatever? But we want to take it, you know, the pivot, since it's the pivot point. Hey. Into, and about religion and spirituality and, you know, where we made our own individual pivots into what spiritual, what, what, what serves as religion, spirituality for us and using this topic as a, a conduit into that conversation, because okay. I, I mean, using big words today. Uh, conduit, you know what I'm saying? You know, you was over here hitting me okay. with daft and another one. Oh. I forgot what you said. And I was like, oh, okay, shoot. Let me, you want <laughs> I was like springboard. She okay, said, you're not, gonna have, you're not gonna have me over here <laughs> looking like I don't read books <laughs> or whatever. But um, yeah, so interesting. Do, do you want to start uh, about religion? Do you want me to start? Where, 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 where do you want to just start? Shoot. So, so I, uh, you know, let me add a little bit about religion to this, uh, to the actual story about um uh, Lil Nas X one of the things that I found interesting is that within the I think on the shoe it said Luke ten eighteen, and mm-hmm. then that really pissed people off they took them to a whole nother level and I think that one of the things that I found interesting is that uh, Mark um, he was talking to people on Facebook I don't you know you know I always say I don't argue with folks on Facebook because they gonna feel how they feel and they gonna feel how they feel regardless of what you say to them mm-hmm. so he texts somebody and say hey man you should actually look at the full scope of what it says on Luke ten eighteen because at ten eighteen says I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven and that's all people read like they refused to read further than that Mark actually texted to somebody and the person's response was nah man he can't come back from that it's like you're not even gonna read it my dude like same reference to the same dude that told me he don't like dirt oh of course (laughs) same guy literally same guy basic basic. (laughs) he just would not and I think that that's what's so irritating and frustrating for me um and and kind of I don't want to say I turned away from the church because that's not accurate because I didn't I wasn't made to go to church um you know on every Sunday or something like that because my mom is actually the one who was made to go to church every Sunday when we when she grew up in Jamaica and for her she was like yo this like you know people got to make their own choices like you know you can't force this on people so I probably would say that growing up me and my aunt were probably the more consistent of going to church um and then people kind of came with us like my mom like I'd be like mommy we're going to church (laughs) and then she you know her and grandma would come my grandma would always you know read her bible and all this stuff like that Mm -hmm. but as far as like actually attending church I did that um for a long time and I'll have to tell you about like church and relationships too because that's a, I also a interesting dynamic too so my my journey of church is not I guess the normal black American journey or black person's journey because I think that even in other people from other countries that have the we go to church every Sunday we go to bible study and stuff like that mm-hmm. I kind of got to make my own choices what about you 
Well, I mean, you've touched on so many things I want to bring up. <laughs> First of all, just what you were saying about um, the young gentleman, the basic gentleman, no shade, uh, not willing to even read beyond the one line of Luke 10, 18. The majority of Christians I know have never read the entire Bible. Hmm. But you know what? I, I found that many people who who are not Christians have, like exactly. who have made a conscious decision have read the whole Bible. Yeah, because um, I, now I have not read the entire Bible. I've read quite a bit of it when I was younger and I was made to go to church. And so, you know, little Nete, little Nete was in a Bible study. Like, I got I got a question. Because it didn't. I got a question. Okay, like I always had questions and the answers would always end up with, well, you have to believe and you you can't question God. And I'm like, but you want me to believe in something I can't question? And so it would just be, you know, I'd be the one like, okay, whatever. So I did a lot of, you know, studying for myself. In college, I studied Islam. Also in my early 20s, I studied uh, Buddhism. I've studied a lot of things because I was just trying to understand. And whenever I would talk to yep. Christians from my personal experience, not saying all, but the most I know, right, have never read the entire Bible. Mm -hmm. And if they have read, they pick it. Well, they haven't read the entire Bible. They just pick and choose the pieces that they, you know, that make them feel good. But because when I was reading the Old Testament, I was like, now what the heck is going on here <laughs> like what and, and and just there were just things that um I will say no longer serve me because I did grow up having to go to church and I did grow up for a while as a believer and then you know when I lost my sister in 98 right after high school that shook my entire foundation yeah. I already had questions and yeah. now I had even more which yeah uh, the loss of my sister and that whole journey will be um, told in my one woman show that I'll be working on and producing for the Hollywood Fringe Festival this summer it's supposed to be in August that it's supposed to come out the festival is supposed to be back on again because of COVID you know what I mean yeah. and um, everybody getting their vaccines and stuff so that's going to be um that's like my story of how you you ended up getting the nate you have here before you yeah. um but the more I talk, and, and I've tried, you know, like I've gone to different types of churches. I've gone to the black church. I've gone to the mega church. I've gone to the small church. I've gone to afternoon yeah. church. I've gone to spiritual services. And what works for me now is more of like, for me, in the words of India Ari, how I know God is real is earth, air, water, and flowers, like nature. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel closest to God or the source because mm -hmm. I just use God because I'm used to saying God, yes, but not to confuse yes. everyone. Yes. Um, for me, God is the source and the source of how this earth is spinning, how I'm looking at the same sun that also, you know, um, provides sunshine in Nigeria and in uh, Belize or Africa. Like I was like, the, the blue eyed Jesus does not work for me. Oh. Um, even, I mean, for me, I really got more upset and more questions about Christianity in college when I started taking history and really understanding how Christianity was used to colonize the world. I was like, now hold up, hold, hold up. Now, that was that old Kanye, Jesus walks and everything too. Like, like what, what is going on here? And when you really start to one travel to, to put aside what you've been told to just believe and right. start reading a lot of facts about history, right. about religion and about different countries. I was like this, now this does not align with me. Even now with the Southern Baptist churches, I've always had an issue with it because they were okay with slavery. And for me, it's like, you mm -hmm. know, Christianity was given to black people so that they could cope with being slaves and being enslaved. Yes. And you put on your Sunday best to show off, oh yeah, the slave masters let me have this, this religion so I can endure more years of slavery. So all of that, I was like, all of this don't sit right in my spirit. So I'm good. I, that makes <laughs> I'm sense. good. 
I'm so good. So it's, it's, I like the way that you, you talk about um, nature in that way. <laughs> My, mine is, um, I, I think it's a beautiful way to look at it. Mine is not that beautiful. Mine is real. I, if I'm going to stick to my word basic, I said, wait a minute, you mean to tell me the King James version is King James's interpretation of the Bible that he yeah. wrote? Listen, let me tell you something. That's when it changed for me. I was like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me, I literally said this week, I said, because somebody said, but it's in the Bible. It's the word. And I things like that I said, you understand who wrote this last version, right? Mm -hmm. I could, somebody could literally write one today, bury it. It's found a thousand years from now. And we're reading the Vernique version of the Bible. Like that doesn't, like I can literally interpret it as to whatever I made it seem. And if it becomes popular, it becomes popular. And that's what it is. And so for me, I'm more about living a moral life. Cause I said, cause that's what it boils down to is like, do I treat people well? Do I love others? And a lot of the things that in which I, um, how I live my life actually align with the things that they say it should be, you know, like the, what the Bible says and what many religions actually kind of, when it boils down to it, they all kind of have that same moral standard. Like, are you take, are you loving on each other? Yeah. Are you taking care of one another? Do you care about others? There are more similarities. There are way that, more yes. similarities. And actually the, the, the thing I think that irritates me me the most is the judgment and that actually goes back to the whole thing that we started talking about with with little Nas x is like if if we are living as christ had said to be living we would be like oh he's dancing with satan I hope that, you know, at some point he comes from that and, you know, moves on and is able, because if you're against it, right? Like if you're against dancing with but Satan. I don't even know if Christ would say that because Christ said, you can't get to the father unless you go through me. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a, there's a lot of, so oh, I don't no, even. What, but what I'm saying is that, but Christ did hang out with prostitutes. He hung out with, there's certain people in the Bible who are murderers that people are okay with. I, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there's certain people that are just terrible folks that we use them Paul, Luke, John, all of them, we're using them as standards of living. And um, and so you mean to tell me like you you okay with people murdering people, but you're not okay with somebody dancing on site? Like I'm really confused. Help me, help me understand. Yeah, well, so I think um, from from my experiences with uh, various uh, Christians or Christian, well, I, whatever church goers or whatever, because again, even in my personal experience. The three people that scam me were the ones that go to church every Sunday. <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling you the truth. The people that I've had the most issues with have been churchgoers, Sunday churchgoers, Bible thumpers, the ones that are upset here. And I'm like, wow, you don't even, the way you live your life, I don't want to go to church with you. The way mm. you treat people, why would I follow anything that you're following that, but you know, it's almost like, sometimes I feel like Christianity is a scapegoat religion, is religion, because as long as you just say, mm. I'm sorry, you know, confess your sin in your heart quietly, you know, God forgives me, but you're still treating people like trash. I mean, I know that's not everybody, but again, this has been my experience, but I, I really feel like that's a part of some of the, the, excuse me, basica type thinking um, is that like people are willing to fight things that are, I guess, quote unquote, overt. Little Nas okay. X twerking on the devil, backing it up on the devil, looking like he's being pleasured and having fun by this devil that's in makeup um, is wrong. But do we see what's going on in here in this world right now? You know what I mean? And I feel like, you know, for some people, like it's easier to say, no, that is wrong, whatever. But these other things that we could also fight if you have a collective, 
Yeah. Um, you know, when we we're talking about homelessness and poverty and I mean, the way the government, I mean, they just basically reinstated Jim Crow laws in Georgia. These are the Christians that have reinstated ways for you to not vote, to disempower you, disenfranchise you from the vote. To me, that is evil. That is straight evil. That is, and I think that sometimes, um, Christians or people need to see that is evil. <laughs> Him twerking on this red caricature of what we think the devil might look like. Like that's not what the devil looks like. The devil looks like laws that keep you from having equality in life. It does. That's oh, no, I was, I was like, that's a word, baby. I was it like, is. Yes, speak it. it is. I was like the evil that like, that was one of my, another one of my issues with why I had such an issue with these big um, white led Southern Baptist churches is that they, they, they look the other way with racism. They oh, look yeah. at they, y'all own all this land on discounts tax discounts you know um, i know all about those tax discounts by the way your property yes. tax assessments are coming out make sure you protest them oh every year and we you know should talk about that actually i'm a, my real estate show too we're gonna have you talk about that too yes <laughs> um because that's good i protest them every year, every um, year. But we have homeless people around there where you have the preacher making the most money mm. and you have the parishioners praying and giving it, it, the system that is evil to me. And so we create these pictures of, okay, godliness and heaviness is a white, uh, blue, white man, blue eyed or brown eyed Jesus, this long hair, clouds in the sky. The devil is red and bad and mean when it's like, no, 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 no. The devil is all around you in how we treat each other. And that's yes. what that evil is. Yes. And so I think when people can't see it like that, or they feel like that's too hard to fight, that's too hard to stand up for, picking on little Nas X and this drop of blood and shoe. Like if you want to spend a thousand, how, how much these shoes again? $1,018 on some Nike Air Max 97s with a drop of human blood in the sole, which do we confirm? Do we see them put the drop of human blood? That's some red dye and some water. If that's what you want to do with your $1,000, do that. Yeah. That, do that. I think it's, it's so, you know, our, you know, of course we did some research before we started this uh, episode. And of so- course. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that as you were talking about how Christianity was used, we can still see its effects today. Right. Oh, like, absolutely. And I think, and it's I think still that, being used in the same way. Oh yeah. And I think that a lot of it, a lot of it is based on people don't have the bandwidth and it's easier to go with what you see on the daily basis. Right. Like it's easier to say as to scroll your Facebook feed, get upset about something. So then you respond to it and you feel like you've done something. And then the reality is, is that according to this Pew research center um, study in the center religious landscape study, they said that black people are the leading race in believing in God. So 75% of black people state that it's very important to them, that God is very important to them. Religion is very important to them. So we're kind of like in the minority in that, Oh, absolute minority. <laughs> nine, 9% of Black people are unaffiliated with any religious group. So I, mm-hmm. I would say that you and I are probably that 9%, but I ain't getting no call to do this study. So I'm going to just throw, you know, I'm going to throw myself <laughs> in there. Um, 4% four pe- 4% of people don't believe religion is very important in their lives at all. I would... I don't know, because I think it depends on like what we call religion, right? Like what is religion, but we'll come to that. And I just want to get to the last percentage is the 2% of black people who don't believe in God. I don't, I don't not believe in God. I believe in God and there's somebody, something created us. We got here in some kind of way. And I think that there is a higher being, the universe is conspiring to, for our good and all this stuff like that. So I guess my question is, is that what do you consider to be religion? Like what is religion to you or is, is it even 
I think religion is man-made and spirituality is what is, is, is an innate relationship that you have connected to the source and however you view and or believe that source, you know? Come on, um, words. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been going through this for years, girl. I remember like, you know, I'm a Delta, uh, we're Deltas, you know what I mean? And I remember um, when I, I was only in the chapter for one semester because it was like I play like I pledged in O2 in in the spring and I graduated in the December in December. So part of Delta week would be um, you start the week off with church. You know what I mean? You start off with the same four or five churches that we always go to, you know, and I wanted to do something different. This is back in O2. You know, not saying I've been ahead of my time, but okay, cool. I'm just open. I've just been open. Yes, yes. I wanted to start with some type of meditation, spirituality, <laughs> yoga, just something. Oh yeah. Love and, that. I oh, would have totally loved that. Oh yeah. And I totally got red, red, yeah, like got my did. ass, got, <laughs> look, story, got, got cussed out and gone on because we start with church. This is what we do from the and people the that reaction. are, the, oh, the reaction was like blasphemy. You're not going to take, we are a Christian sorority. I mean, I was like, okay. I mean, I've never said that we didn't have to go to church or didn't have to do those things. But I definitely wanted to do something because, you know, that's when Oprah was really having her change your life TV. That was something that really uh-huh. helped me just aligning with myself and taking it out of having to be in this body. You know, even though we, you know, the the, the mean girl that was mean to me three days before she catching the Holy Ghost on the, 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 the <laughs> real stories yeah, uh, yeah. On, on the pew. But, you know, the pew ahead of time, like, it was just it's just a bunch of theatrics and stuff for me. And I even, you know, I, I, and even during that time, like I had joined one of the churches. Until stuff, I was like, this just don't make sense for me anymore now. How we went to the cool church. Oh yeah, and that worked for me for a while until it didn't. What really worked was at twelve o'clock afternoon. You know what I'm saying? That 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 noon (laughs) service. Yes, yes. What was the name? What was it? Um, I don't want to say the name. Oh really? Okay. I mean, I don't have a problem. No, I I, no, I liked it. I liked it. I can't remember. I still see the pastor from time to time. He's now a yoga instructor. I can't remember the name. Honestly, I can't remember the name. Oh yeah, I know. It's Pastor Marlon Hall. Yes, I love Pastor Marlon. I see. Uh, I see him all the time because you know that he's um he's. He's doing some cool stuff now. He's um yeah. So sorry, he, he, sorry y'all. I'm getting my my headphones are stuck in my neck in my dress. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get mine. Keep on falling out. But I like these over headphones, big headphones. Because I'm like, if we in the studio, why are we wearing these big ass headphones? Anywho, but uh, can I tell you a fun fact about that church? Yes. Mark was at that church at the time that we went. We just never. Me and Mark crossed so many really? times. Yeah, girl, we know all the same people from when we were younger, but never Hilarious. met. So you know. Mm. The, yeah, universe man, the universe conspired the universe conspired we're orbiting each other all the time hey, hey, hey. but okay, what sorry. i did like i felt like um pastor uh, marlon hall at that time his heart was the purest heart of a pastor that i had ever met he was somebody that i was able to talk to about like my sister's passing and where i was mm. in life and when i tell you i was so detached from the story mm. he was crying before me, he was just like, the fact that you could even say all of this and be detached. And he gave me like a remix Bible. And I just, um, I will always cherish him. I always oh, felt like sweet. he was very genuine in our conversations and that's everything. Sweet. That's why I was like, but then also again, just like meeting in church and grouping and uh, groups that just was not working for me anymore. I was not getting that. I get the most from God when I shut up, be quiet. Yeah. Sit outside with some grass, some water, and just like, and just, and just sit and be still that meditation and let things come to let me, let my mind run and like can really hear my intuition. 
yeah. like and really which I do feel like is the source you know mm-hmm. which again I'm comfortable with you using are the God. source because we're made if we're made in his image his or her image because yes. we're made from the same you know yes. the same um stardust and moon flex and and whatever the heck is out there like all of the cool stuff that makes the world the world that we we have no idea of we come from that too because why is we here why is we here why is we here how did we get i mean i i wholeheartedly agree with you here's mm-hmm. the thing the here's the thing about me in church so mm-hmm. I actually enjoy fellowship and community because as I, I think we talked about this, like I'm kind of a homebody, but at the same time, like I love, like I like being around people when I want mm-hmm. to. So like church for me is one of those things where it's like, I like fellowship and community. I love, I, I love seeing like, you know, being in there and singing and all that stuff like that. I think what, <laughs> I could actually leave after praise and worship <laughs> to be real honest. <laughs> I could really just leave after praise and worship because that's when certain things come out that I just be like, I don't know but uh are, are you sure and yeah. I think that when you then start going to the small groups too is that when you are even challenged even more because it's one it's one thing to be in the you know congregation and sit there and listen to what the pastor has to say there but when you go into the small groups I think then you start getting more of people's opinions and what you should think about what's in the bible and how the bible is interpreted and then it becomes that person's interpretation of what's in the bible and all the stuff like that but that's also christians doing their job as christians because your job is to as a christian is to share the gospel and recruit and to tell people because if you don't tell people then you're a bad christian and you don't want them to go to hell you're trying to save their souls which is so funny so i had a my um Mm -hmm. i guess oh i've never shared this but mark's mom and like mark grew up in the church his mom's a pastor his uh she married us uh his sister his sister um a lot of people oh shoot our nephew he's a pastor like he has a whole church um and so it's uh one of those things so it's funny you know his mom as she'd be like I just don't want y'all to not I just want my babies to be with me when it's all when it's all said and done and so but then at the same time it's like I think that that's her belief that's been her belief for so long oh absolutely and but when I sit down and ask her certain questions like we had a whole 45 minute conversation and when you ask her certain questions her answers to those questions do not necessarily line up with what her I want y'all to be there. She obviously wants, if her belief is that we're not going to go to heaven with her, right? Mm-hmm. That she she obviously still wants that, but her actual answers to the question don't line up with what the good Christians say that, you know, she's supposed to say, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. It makes complete sense because yeah. I will say most of the Christians I know are Christians because they're scared they're going to go to hell if they're not. Yes, but if your actions don't align, that's the part that I'm very confused about. Because that, and that's why I was going to tell you about re- religion and relationships. For, so when Mark and I got together early on in our relationship, he was um, he was abstinent. I was going to say celibate because he was celibate a little bit. No, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but he so so then we got we got into the relationship and then wait um, is this in the very beginning or when y'all got back together? In the very beginning. So when when we were young and we were going like, yeah, we Mm -hmm. was young, young when I was still in law school. Mm -hmm. And um, nah, we, no, (laughs) (laughs) totally inappropriate. But um, no, when we were first- What's inappropriate? Go for it. But no, when we first got together, I think that we, he, he decided, you know what it was is that he had a lot going on and he wanted to take some time to himself and he felt that sex would not, would, would take that ability away from him to make sure that he was clear-minded. And I was like, I I absolutely agree with that yeah and so I said you know so cool all right then but you know that didn't stop us from hunching and so then we would go to church 
all hot and bothered, like, you know, because we slept in the bed together Saturday night and, you know, Sunday morning we woke up and we're in love and all this stuff like that. So it was, man, it was, I'm going to tell you that it was, it was very, it felt heart-wrenching, like not, not necessarily not to have sex with him. It just felt like so conflicting mm -hmm. to be in this situation where you felt like you weren't supposed to be doing this thing that you felt like your body wants to do. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a very like, and I, and I think that that's probably when I started, we, I, and we never necessarily talked about it, but that's probably when I started to be like, I don't know, man. But then, and then towards when he started being like, I don't feel like this is necessarily the religion and going to church is the best thing for me I still was one like let's still go to church like when we got back together again five you know five years after we broken up I was the one that let's let's go to church and I'd be in praise and worship crying and he'd be looking at me like all right girl <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's, it's, a, it's like you know life and religion and I'm very I will say I'm very spiritual I read a lot of books I sit mm -hmm. still uh yoga is more of a meditation for me I do meditation with Nate every once in a while we do yes. and we'll, we'll sit we sit still together so yeah. I think that you know for me but I get I'll go back to just basic stuff like be moral care about others <laughs> like care, yeah. you know live a moral life well I think another thing that religion because again religion was used to control people Let's be yeah. very clear about yes. that because we can't have everybody out here just doing whatever the hell they want to do. We got to let you know that there's going to be some rules and some regulations. And for me, why I will always say, and I remember, oh my gosh, another one of these, uh, you know, Christians that I know. I remember the first time I said I was spiritual. This had to be back in 0203. Oh, you got judged, a Christian. Baby. Oh, the quote was, I think it's just disrespectful to God, to Jesus, to say you just spiritual and not to say you're a Christian. And I was like, wow, you think God and Jesus really feel like that? Like, you know what I mean? Like that, that, that was your judgment, not what they would say, because you don't even know them. And based on how you act, I'm like, I don't want anything that you have. You know what I mean? As far as the way you carry yourself, the way you think, the way you treat others or any of that, you know, yeah. I don't, none of that is in alignment with me. So for what, me, what is alignment, y'all out here? No, 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 I know what it is. <laughs> I, no, no, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. No, no, mm -hmm. I get, you know, just to, to expound on that a little bit, you know, for me, what's aligned is like, does it feel good? Does it make sense exactly. to me? Am I doing this because somebody else to tell me to do this? Or am I doing this because this is what makes the most sense to me and how I feel? Because it took me a long time to just to be able to say that out loud, like, you know, I think I'm a little bit more spiritual. And I think yes. that also religion has done and just the cloak of Christianity, Catholicism, almost all the religions is that yeah. to me, it removes your direct line from God, from the I, source. Yes. I, yes. I use to me, the source, the universe, God, those are all interchangeable to, yes. to me. Just be clear that I'm not talking about Jesus, daddy. And th th that's not what I'm talking about and how, whenever I say God, which yeah. I know is confusing for some people, because, you know, I've said that with one of my friend's husbands, who's atheist. He was like, well, I found the tape was kind of atheist agnostic and stuff too. And I was like, well, I, I don't necessarily call it atheism for me. It's no, me. It's, I feel like atheism means that you don't believe in God at all. It does, but okay. I mean, to Christians, if you don't believe in the God they're talking about, that is atheism. Oh, that's cute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm just oh, keeping I'm it not, real. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's I'm just, cute. Yeah, uh -huh. I'm just keeping it real. So, but I'm like, I'm comfortable. I'm just so used to saying the word God. It's just that God and what God stands for has changed to me. I know what that means for me and maybe a part of me. I mean, I just don't want to come up like the, I say the universe. I say 
God, and, and that's fine for me, but I know some people just going to be, you know, upset that we're even having this conversation oh, on yeah. Easter weekend. <laughs> oh, oh Easter God. weekend. You know? Oh my gosh. Do you think that he released it this week for that reason? Oh, I absolutely. Just, oh, I totally absolutely. missed that. That totally, that went over my absolutely. head. Absolutely. I, I, I heard that he's had this plan for like nine months or something like that. Cause you know, he's a media team. Cute. So absolutely he did. Cause it's going to bring up the most conversation, which I had a, 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 a conversation. I love that he's such a troll. He's such a troll. Absolutely. And I love it. Absolutely. On Monday, oh my gosh, I had the conversation with my mama because my mom is a churchgoer and that's what brings her comfort, you know, which is her name too, Comfort. Miss Comfort. Comfort. She um, was asking me and my brother, she was like, hey, so do y'all want to come to Easter Sunday service with me? And I was like, ooh. Sorry. <laughs> you want to do like lunch we can you know, about do that easter lunch afterwards or she said i'm not talking about lunch i'm not talking about easter lunch i'm talking about the service i was like eh. my brother was like no i will not go and i was like yeah i'm i'm good on that that doesn't bring me joy so it was a very like contentious you know because we, we have this conversation really? like oh my gosh every four to five months so what do you believe and what's going on and i told my mom years ago and this is what i tell this is for everyone as i tell my mama too whatever you believe in whatever god spirit jesus whatever you believe in if there's not a room is there if there's not enough room or loving or forgiveness or whatever for that god spirit entity to include those that do not believe in them in that way but are good moral people then i'm good on that i don't want to i don't want to worship that god like it's the only way like that inclusion exclusion if you don't okay. say this and that then you can't come to you going to hell because you're not going to say I'm just a Christian, which that was always my big problem in growing up in middle school, high school. I was like, okay, so in, you mean the only way, like it's a million different people in the world, right? Like, it's a million different continents and countries and, and groups within each country. You know how many different types of Nigerians there are? You mean to tell me we all got to worship this one blonde eyed brown haired white skinned jesus and if we don't all worship that one then we're going to hell i said that don't make no sense to me it doesn't just on a basic level Mm -hmm. uh, just on a basic level and it does not and i think that that's what people are afraid to be outside of the box oh absolutely it's fear it's fear it's very much a fear it's It's a fear-based thing and people like prince harry said to bring it back to uh bring it back to one of our earlier episodes people don't realize that they're being controlled and i i, I use control, i agree i realize i use control in a in a loose term because i don't want people to be offended but at the same time if you're not thinking for yourself and making decisions for yourself and merely going along with the information that is presented to you then you're not then you are being controlled yeah, that's you know? literally the definition. But again, it's not print. It's not presented to them in that way. They, you know, it's just not. It's a lot of ways to cloud a lot of stuff. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you got to be like a three year old. Addison asked me, "But why?" Every two seconds, you should ask yourself, "But why?" And but that's why the Bible was so good in King James and them. But you don't question God. That's how they serve that up. Like you don't question. And to me, that's and the, they make you feel bad. You to, yeah, the only. And I don't want to, I'm not going to spend my life feeling condemned, feeling bad. You know, another reason why I stopped going to church, especially, well, first of all, because I used to love Lakewood Church and I love Joel Osteen. Mm -hmm. But the main reason I love Joel is because he preached light. 
and love yes, into yes, you. Yes, and love. I remember so many Southern Baptist preachers were like, well, he not preaching the Bible. Yeah. He not, he not, he just a motivational speaker. And I'm like, well, whoever you talking to or listening to on a weekly basis, don't you want them to motivate you? Don't you want them to make you feel but, good? But even in addition to that, I would always tell people, because people would always say he's not preaching. I said, that's funny because every time I go, he literally tells us what verse to turn to in the Bible. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm, so I'm confused, well, which means that you didn't give him a chance. You made an assumption, just well, like they made an assumption about Luke 10, 18. But like I said earlier, they didn't want to read the rest of it. Absolutely. In, in, in addition to making those assumptions is that they're also used to and conditioned to be preached to hell. And like yeah. all the wrong things that you've done, that's going, you need to give it over, give it over, give your pocketbook over, give this and over because you're wrong and you're going to go to hell. Let it out. Like they're so used mm-hmm. to being condemned. And I'm like, I don't need, I, Push can, down. I can feel bad all by all myself. By myself. <laughs> I don't need not one person <laughs> to help me go that way. I need to pour in a lot of life. The yeah. world, I mean, that's why I just love kids and I love their, I mean, because kids, animals, the closest to God, the source, the supply, whatever the universe, however you want yeah. to do it, because they have not been conditioned with humans and people and judgment. You just see them just be their full, complete selves. Yeah. And, you know, the world will break that down. And so that's what church, in my opinion, from my experience, let, let me, let me, let me go on here, you know, spend 45 minutes and telling you how wrong it is exactly. and how I bad agree. you are. And this is why you need Jesus And this. And I'm like, I, I didn't, I didn't need all that. I need a good word. That is what I liked about Joel. And not saying that I don't like him now. It's just that I don't, I don't even need the Bible verses. I, I, yeah. I get a lot through people's real stories. Yeah. and of, of overcoming of choices that they've made um I can take a good word from any any religion anything from any anything, source any it's, source it's, I'll, I'll, yeah. tell, I'll be like okay tell me the good word oh tell, give me that like okay cool I can receive that and I almost feel like those stories almost come at the right time like you can't tell me that yes. your story today did not mm. is not going to resonate with some uh, with somebody you know what I mean you can't mm. tell me that and that's why I guess maybe that's why I love a good story and mm-hmm. I will also say that this the, um you mentioned it a little bit um I want to touch on that fear of God thing I said it doesn't make sense that God loves me but at the same time wants me to fear him. My mother, I do not fear my mother. My mother did not grow up in a sense of like, you got to fear me and do exactly what I say or else. Like I didn't grow up that way. So I think that also made it a difficult task for me to be like, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. And you know, another thing too, is that, you know, when we wrote down the list of what we wanted in a man, I said, I kept, I kept writing fear, you know, to be a godly man, to have a fear of God. I said, I don't like fear. Fear is not a, mm-hmm. it's not a positive word. And at the time I was working on my spirituality, like my positive intentions and manifesting and things like that. And one of the things that you do in doing that is writing positive things down to gain positive things. So writing fear of God literally felt wrong to me. I was like, I can't write fear of God in there because I don't think that we should fear God. I don't, it doesn't make sense. It like literally does not resonate with me that I should fear God, the, the entity that has created me to be who I am, created others around me to be wonderful people and to, for us to live morally. Why should I, that fear, that entity, it makes no sense to me. Right. Completely agree. Completely agree. But again, that is what religion created so that you could be controlled because we just can't have everybody around here thinking that they can do anything and be anything. You need to be scared that if you do X, Y, Z, there's going to be some consequences and repercussions. You know what I mean? And versus like, again, just like even with the whole, the whole thought of karma 
You know what I mean? Like sometimes I believe in it, sometimes I don't. Cause I'm like, it's a lot of evil ass people in the world that are doing just fine. No, they see, become presidents. We they, don't see it. We don't always see that bad stuff that happens. That's what I'm saying. They could have a polyp on the side of their thigh, on the inside. That's that, might not, that, that <laughs> might not have anything to do with them suppressing votes in Georgia. You know, I mean, I'm just saying, I guess for me, I, you know, I think that so much of Christianity and religion is, is like, don't worry about like the people that are doing bad, they're gonna get oh, theirs you and you don't have to turn the other cheek. No, fuck them up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in the words of Toby and Wege, don't try, no, try Jesus, don't try me because I fight. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and, and it's a conditioning of, of teaching people to cope with being disrespected, being yeah. beaten yeah. down. Whereas quote unquote, the people on the top, you know, or they the decision, they fight in. That's you how they got there. That's how they got there. And so that's what I mean about like the whole thing of karma. Oh, well, they did this. I'm not going to worry about it because oh, no. my God, this, this, and that. That's when I'm saying oh. karma. I mean it like that. It's like, mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. We, we need to, we need to take some actions. We need to put in those boundaries. We need to I say, agree. no, enough is enough. We need to say, you know what, this building fund, we have been giving it for like 10 years now and I ain't seen no uh no uh, renovations in the building no yeah. groundbreaking or how much bigger do we need the facility to be or like you know, just like calling a spade a spade yeah and um doing it from a place of I am from the source the supply the universe god and therefore I deserve to also be treated in this type of way and so whenever I'm really connected to the source you know, I'll do something while I'm scared with the fear, this and yes. that, because I know that whatever is supposed to happen is going to happen. When I am not connected to God, the supply, the source, the universe, I am very fearful. I am mm -hmm. very like, I play, I play small. Mm -hmm. I second guess myself. Um, you know, again, the other thing, the meek will inherit the world. How? How sway? <laughs> how? Make you that don't make try. sense. Because you ain't trying. How you going? Like, how? How? Why? And so it's just again conditioning people to to play small. Play small. This and, yeah, and to not go and, and not to like we it's grass on this earth. It's I, there was just an ice storm. There there's wells in in creatures that we don't even know about in the seas. Yeah, I mean we got a plane in the air flying. Like the just the absurdity of what is happening in the world. I, they they these people on Mars right now are a rover taking pictures. Like what the hell? And, and, and all that's going on and we're here with communities and families and talking, there's millions of languages or like, you can't, I mean, that's, that's, that's a miracle. How many sperm cells didn't make it so that you can make it to yes. be, it's, it's crazy. Like when I think like that, I'm like, people, I, I'm trying to tell you, people don't have the bandwidth. And I actually think this is my theory about why um, those numbers that I mentioned earlier, where there's like 9% of black people are unaffiliated with any religious group. I bet you that if we looked at this 30 years ago, that number would be tiny. It would be much smaller than that. And the reason why I think this is because we now have more bandwidth. The pe basically our, the, our, the people before us, right? The black people before us have worked into a position where we don't have to necessarily struggle as much as they did. We don't, we have more bandwidth, we have more access. And because we have more access, we now actually look at that. And then now we're making decisions that are more aligned with all the things you just mentioned with you know creating things coding and all that stuff like that because we have more bandwidth I think that when your main goal is to put a roof over people's heads you don't have the oh. bandwidth to think of oh. it and so Sunday is literally the only day you can 
decompress and the way that people decompress is to be reminded as to why they're work, why they're doing the things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and building that community and that fellowship and everything that you talked about earlier as well. But also it's the age of enlightenment and it's the age of information. Yeah. You know, we literally have more bandwidth now. We got the internet. Oh yeah, literal. We, we, we literally like the world is in the palm of our hand. You know, he got the whole world in your hand. Like anything that you want to know is there. You don't have to go to a library, look up the Dewey Decimal System, pull out a <laughs> book and all these things. Like even now, just like I, I finally, I'm on Clubhouse. You know, we're both on clubhouse okay. so I gotta get us on clubhouse we i've been in so many different rooms that. That'd be cool. yeah we uh, actually um kim um uh, my girl kim i have two kims in my life that are both amazing one is a delta so of course she's amazing the other one you know she made she made her decision and it's okay <laughs> but she made my delta gifts too with my other aka friend Cindy kim dicey she hosts the open mic um in the room so i've been in on oh, clubhouse cool. and so i've been on there with her but also going into all these different rooms and things but there's just so much information and so much thought yeah. and so much I, I just always want to be there was a time in my life that I really believed <laughs> when it came to Christianity like yeah I believed with all of my heart yeah I believed you know that was a big thing you know um you know like if you know God can bring people back you know to life they were doing that in the Bible why yeah. can't you know all these things that happened in the Bible, if I'm supposed to believe it happened then, why can't those things happen now? And when I believed that and it did not work, I was like, well, what? And and I remember, you know, a police officer was the one that was like, I mean, did you really believe that? And I'm thinking, that was the first, my first interaction with the police. Yeah. Um, Like, did you really believe that? And I'm thinking like, and and I remember a Christian told me, well, that police officer clearly wasn't a Christian. And I'm like, and, and there's there's um, um, a lot of these stories uh, of, of people that believe that their loved ones, which was my case, basically, which is more my one woman show and stuff is about like their loved ones have passed on and that they're going to come back. And, you know, some churches work with those families to cope them, you know, to help them cope with the death. But I'm like, but you got us believing in this book that all these people then came back to life and that they're surviving with wells in the ocean and just all of these supernatural things happen in this book that we're supposed to believe in. But then when we believe in it in present day, we're crazy. That don't even make no damn sense. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. And so that's where my thirst and my quest for like, now, now hold up now, (laughs) hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up this is no longer working for me. I, I've got to find solutions. And that's how my journey into spirituality and religion yeah. was like, I, I'm good. That, that, that don't work for me. Cause I believed. And it, and it, and it didn't, it didn't, it didn't work for you because it didn't, Mm-mm. it didn't make sense. It and I think that sense. that's, I think that that's what probably the, re, the result of our talking is if it don't make sense, it don't make dollars no if it don't make it don't. sense <laughs> well actually this one makes a lot of dollars like shoot yes, i was like look, look if i don't make it i'm gonna start a church y'all i'm gonna tell y'all that right now like come on the type <laughs> preach baby you can like, actually start a new life church i've had somebody try to get me to start funny we'll talk about anyway that. yeah i was like i'm not starting a church i'm definitely not starting a church but okay but no but if it doesn't make sense i think people should research there's so many uh, there's so much available information out there that you can you can look it up so before y'all come in our comments <laughs> i feel like this is gonna piss people off it's coming out we're coming out happy happy good friday right 
be mad. I don't care. Like I be big I, mad. Be be big mad and and you know what? Better yet, but now I'm gonna hit you with facts. Instead of being big mad, pray for me. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, I mean, you gonna be mad or you gonna pray for my salvation? I mean, what what you what you gonna do again? As I told my mama, and if this is what I'm gonna tell my mama, I'm telling you too. Like again, if whomever, whatever you worship doesn't have enough love and forgiveness and covering over the people that do not believe that, but yet they are good people, they are moral, they treat people right, then yeah. I don't want to worship that. Then I'm good. I feel like I'm good. If whomever you worship can allow all of these things, these horrible things, especially to black and brown folks, right. especially to the specifically like happening in the world, at all times in all the countries and they let white people colonize the world using the word. Hmm. If, if that's what y'all want to follow, you good. I'm 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 not doing that. I'm and, it, and if that means I'm gonna burn in eternity, I mean right now it doesn't seem like a lot of fun too. You know what I mean? Like it's just I can't worry about what's gonna happen then. I'm worrying about now. I'm trying to make my best life now and I'm not gonna right. sit back. That's just how I feel. We'll have to talk about reincarnation. Uh, <laughs> and I've been feeling, well, 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 shoot, what do you, I mean, because I think that all the energy, you know, it's science, everything that was, Basics. It, it's, it's, it's so, coming so, back, energy cannot be created nor destroyed. And that's how, and that's exactly how I feel about, like, it's, it's science is science, but people will tell you science is not science. And I'm a lead, I'm a, this is my last point I'm gonna make real quick because you talk about infrastructure, you talked about bandwidth and that everybody has it. Yesterday, uh, President Biden revealed a plan that he wants to now, um, a $2 trillion plan that wants to basically give internet access to everyone in the United States. I can bet money that there's going to be pushback on that. Why? because that gives people more access to information oh, and yeah. people have more access to information. They will push back against what they feel is wrong. So I just, that, that, that's, that's the big thing. So if they push it back on it, you know why. And that's also why a lot of these, um, is it like these bills and these laws and things aren't easily available online Girl. in layman terms instead of in this legal, this old English legalese that, you know, within two, uh, was it semicolons, it reverts back to whatever was just said, just got reverted back unless you this and re reverse it, flip it and reverse it, whatever the hell. I'm a lawyer and <laughs> yeah. I still be having to read sentences five times. Like I just, it's intentional. Like, why do y'all write backwards? Like it's why, intentional. Why? And why hasn't all of that been converted to online where we can all easily access it and easily read it and easily understand it? So it's available. You just have to go digging. And when I say digging, you have to dig because mm -hmm. um, I've had to look up like Texas laws and stuff like that, that are in motion that are, you know, and it's like, you literally have to dig, you have to know where to look. And so I agree with you. And, you know, we can, I said, I'm going to be loud during election season. So I'm going to use my voice. I hope other people do the same because. Well, also I think that election, it's always election season. You see? Yes. Probably, I mean, yeah, I mean, and that's what I mean. I mean, I in the sense, because the thing is, it's every, every, it's always election season because in every, every two years or shooting sometimes some instances every year so yes. you have to like and so and they're always campaigning so whatever is important to you no matter how small best believe there is a elected official that is making decisions on your behalf mm -hmm. i don't know how we got to elections but those they are making decisions on your About behalf information you bring up biden and stuff yeah, yeah and like how people are gonna not want to 
to yeah. have the information. Yeah. Um, yeah, but and you're absolutely right. There's always somebody that's speaking for you. And if you don't speak, you're allowing them to speak for you. And, and that's why I just said, I'm going to live a good life. I'm going to take care. Because, you know, I try to, you know, be the social justice warrior at one time. And it's like, <laughs> yo, the best thing I can do for me and for others is to live my full life and, you know, embrace being a storyteller and embrace just sharing my opinion and uh, and talking to people, you know, yeah. and, and listening to people and having these types of conversations you know that's just what I like to do like I'm like look yo I am my main experience is just having a really good ass conversation and just (laughs) and just listening but I think that's the most important thing that we can do here you know what I mean and and we want to know what y'all think when did you pivot your stance on religion um have you pivoted have you not do you have um what is it called apprehensions um fear because again a lot of the people I know you know that our Christians, it's out of fear. You know, there are yeah. some that are, you know, whatever. That's their story. That's their story <laughs> where I'm just like, okay, like it makes you feel better, but you're not very empowered in life. But you no. say it makes you, you know. So we want to know your stance on religion. So send us, and if it, if it's fear, you're probably not going to want to put comments on the public platform. So you could always email us at pivotpointpod at gmail.com and yes. we'll, you know, keep you anonymous. But I, I really want to hear, we would love to hear your stories. Like we want to, you know, be there with you. We can even support you in some in some way. So please let us know. Mm-hmm. Yes. And no then where can they find judgment. you on the IT? Okay, on the IG. I- girl it's it's look it's all good. We knew you meant IG girl. We know every, <laughs> everywhere is at Nate. If you put at and N N E T E, um, you're good. You'll find yeah. me. I'll pop up. You'll see this face. Cheese. Hey, and you can <laughs> find me at Vernique the Realtor. That's V is ambitious. Vicious Vernique. Vicious. Okay, we got realtor. <laughs> But so we got victory, we got vicious, vicious, we got okay. <laughs> I keep forgetting to wear my earrings that say vicious V on them. I'm gonna wear them. I'm gonna wear them one day. Yeah. I know. I was very excited about them. I got them for my birthday. But Vernique the Realtor, V-E-R-N-I-Q-U-E, the Realtor on IG at Vernique on Twitter. But I never tweet. But if you tweet me, I'm going to tweet you back. So how <laughs> Yes, it is the pivot point. Thank y'all so much for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>